I guess get right into it. The topic we're doing today are our top 10 movies that we think if we were watching TV, we would like to see. I guess that's a better way of putting it. We don't, we don't want to say the top 10 movies of all time because everybody, everybody has different top 10 movies, but our yeah. top 10 movies that we think that are the top 10 that right. we... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and I was going to say, I don't expect anybody else to like some of the movies on my list because <laughs> some of them... I think that might go for all three of us. Yeah, I'm going to... I could just picture y'all shaking your heads just going... <laughs> What the? <laughs> yeah. It's up for debate, man. That's why we're here, so we can talk yes. about it. And then as we go down the line, we can be like, hmm, why you picked that one? That's weird. Or that's great. Or oh, cool, yeah. man. You know, and you know, if in the future, if we get comments to this podcast, maybe people will chime in and, and give their, their top 10 movies. So, you know, who, who knows? So, fellas, do we want to get right into it or? I don't want to go first. I'm going to let you know that, right? I don't want to go first. <laughs> I don't want to um, be first, man. I'll go if K- unless KT wants to. Go ahead. All right. So to start off with my, the, the the note, Noat, the G is silent, the greatest <laughs> no of all time. My 10, and I had, to, I had to really look at the order of the list, right? So just start off with that. So I looked at... What was my favorite? What was my, you know, okay, this is good, but it's not quite there. So start with 10, number, Noah. Start with number 10. Number 10 for me. Number 10 for me was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders and, okay. of the Lost Ark. Okay. I say, so so let, me, let me just give you a little bit of talk real quick. A little, you know, uh, point is when it came out, I thought Indiana Jones was just the coolest. Mm. Absolute coolest person ever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the kind of the style. I mean... I wear a fedora today because of that dude. It just mm. was cool. It was cool. Um, you know, every, everything about, you know, just running in the jungle, um, doing all the crazy stuff. And, and for him, he was doing things what, you know, you would think would be for the right reasons, you know. Mm-hmm. Saving he was, lives, he, man. He was saving, he was saving lives. lives. He was loving the ladies and he was fighting Nazis. And that's always <laughs> a good thing. So that of right course. there. And, and, you know, when you see a movie, another thing, too, is like when you see a movie at a certain age, Mm-hmm. It it has an impact, you know, because you could see the same movie later in life and you're like, oh, this is dumb, or it doesn't have an impact on you at all. Or you can see something as a father or as an older person and say that, oh man, that that hit that hit me right there. So Raiders of the Lost Ark is a good for one. me. It was Raiders. That's a good yeah, one. That That's was for good. me. That was it. Number ten. That was my ten. I want to change my ten now, but go ahead. Get... <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> well, this is. I gotta say, with all the talking we're doing, this is going to be like the first draft. So we're this will be another podcast again. Yeah, that, I have to redo it. Absolutely, that's okay. a good ten, though. Go ahead. And I will go with my number ten, and I will tell you before I do this that mine are not in order of importance or in in any way, kind of like you know, this one's better than that one. I just wrote down movies that I personally remember. Um, so I pretty much like all of that. <clears throat> but on my list for number ten, strangely enough, is The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Hmm. Dark Knight. Yeah. All right. It's not only because of the performance of Heath Ledger, but I do like Christopher Nolan. I do like yes. the way he tells the story. And I did, I did like that particular part of the story. It was a very well-told um, adversarial story between Batman and the Joker. Hmm. That's a good... That's like a, I like that movie. I like yes. that movie. Yeah, I like that movie. I like, like you say, Heath Ledger. It was the better of the three, I think. Yeah, yeah. I like, uh, yeah. 
I like I like that movie. The Bane movie, I was like, yeah, it was alright. You know. Yeah. Right. I think uh after Heath Ledger it was hard to get over yes, get over that one. Yeah. Man, y'all got two good movies, man. I'm like, man, I wanna <laughs> All right, well come on, come on. I wanna throw my as long as trash. It, <laughs> as long as it's not Mary Poppins, I think you're okay. Yeah. All right. So I guess I'll give you my movie and I'll kinda explain it, I guess, if I can. Let her rip. <laughs> Why are you laughing, man? Now, anyway. <laughs> My, it's a lot of building. Come on. Yeah, my number 10 movie is Saving Private Ryan. I like that movie <laughs> because I'm an army guy. I'm a military guy. I like military movies, but I thought that showed, like, you know, the human spirit. It showed kind of what the military is about, the good and the bad parts, and we all there for each other. It showed how, you know, like, uh, families or people can come together to, to uh, complete a task, no matter what you know what I'm saying? They'll keep pushing. Mm-hmm. Keep pushing to complete a task. Yeah, I know that all sounds corny. But, you know, every time out. I watch that movie, I'm like, man, that's that's cool. They, You know, they gave her their all just to go get this lady's. I, you know, I can totally understand why. Lady's son. I even, you know, I get a little emotional about it. I'm like, man, you know, mm-hmm. Private Ryan, man, you know. so it was, And it's deep because when they find him, he's like... I'm not leaving. Yeah, exactly. Right. It was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. right. you should have look, man. Do you the know reason what he did to get here. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the reason he gave, and the reason he gave was perfect. It's like, how can you argue that? Yeah, right. yeah. You know, but come on, we leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Cool, man. Cool. Yeah, that's my number. Two. Oh, so all right. So my turn. Num- my number nine. Yep. All right. <clears throat> is Thelma and Louise. Wow. Okay. See, shaking, <laughs> your heads, shaking your heads. I knew. That, that, I knew. That's definitely a choice and, I would have been surprised by. Yeah, that's. Uh... I don't care what y'all think. So let me let me tell you why. The reason I like this movie is I thought the ending was perfect. Mm. You know, and I like movies about damaged people. Mm. And they start off with one of the you know the main one of the main characters. She's a damaged person, mm-hmm. and she comes across a situation. Both of them are in a situation that's forced upon them, like. They didn't go out and rob a bank. I'm you know, trying to remember Thelma and Louise. I can't even. I'm trying. I never to saw the movie. Them. I know well, what it's yeah. about, but I never saw it. You know. Yeah, and it's 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 done by um, Ridley Scott. That is correct. Who's, you know, he did uh, Gladiator. He did a bunch of really did Alien. Movies, so I like the way he did it. Alien, but like I said, that movie about damaged people and just you know their interactions and like I said, the way it ended, I thought was like, oh man, that was good. Mm. So that's my number nine. That's my number Thelma nine. And Louis. Maybe, maybe, maybe you'll watch it one day. <laughs> maybe. Nope. <laughs> hey, you just shot him now. You just didn't even know. Yeah. Well, we'll watch it. <laughs> I, I will tell you that I did feel that that was Brad Pitt's breakout movie. Oh yeah, Thelma and Louis. I, th- yeah. I think it was his first movie. Actually, I, I want to say been. it was his first. Yeah, you could have. All right, my number nine is interestingly enough a comedy. And it is coming to America. Only because, only because, um, not only did I like Eddie Murphy in that movie, I felt it was an, uh, an original story. I thought it was very well told, funny, um, and really, it's just you know, like a Randy Watson. Everybody, uh, Randy Watson. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um, is I think. Outside of his others, like 48 Hours and Wonder, I think that was actually one of his best. 
I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I love that movie. Coming to America. Yeah. Okay. Randy Watson. Randy Watson. Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it had some classic, classic. Show you love. Show you love. <laughs> I could go on all day, but my number nine. I, this has come out of nowhere, yeah. but I don't know if either of you guys watched this movie, but it made it related to. Me. If you say, if you say Thelma Louise, I'm gonna leave. Thelma. <laughs> 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 you got me though. That's my <laughs> yeah. No, but the reason why I picked this movie, uh, my number nine movie is uh, Minister Society. I don't know if you ever seen this movie. I don't know yep. if you guys have seen this movie, but the reason why I picked this, I know about it. I didn't see it, but go yeah, ahead. the reason why I picked this movie is because it's relatable to kind of like not all the way how I grew up, but like it's similar to how I grew up, and I know a lot of guys that I grew up with that was like full out in the streets, even family members, you know, and they kind of depicted like, you know, one of the scenes in the movie is like, man, the dude trying to, he trying to get out of that life and he got this girl that she's doing good and she's trying to pull him up out of that life and he wants to leave, but that's all he know is like being in the streets and his mentor, actually his mentor, it's his mentor's girlfriend, he ends up falling in love with and she ends up falling in love with him. Well, his mentor, the guy he was on the streets with, ended up going to jail, do getting a life sentence. And the mentor um, in jail even knew that the girl was falling for him. So he told him, hey, change his life. So he wanted to change his life. But in the end, he ended up getting murdered because he was just wrapped up in that lifestyle. And even when he was trying to get out, you know, it, it tells you how like choices, the choices you make can get yeah. you killed any day like in the hood you know what i'm saying it was like a little choice yeah. he slept with this girl he didn't want to be with her she went and told her cousin the cousin was looking for him he beat the cousin up and at the end the cousin came back and and uh did a drive-by on him so i was like man like you can be headed down the right direction and boom one one mistake it can come back to haunt you so that's why i picked minister society hmm. yeah mm. All right, I gotta see that. It's, it's on my list. I'm gonna find it. Watch yeah. it. Yeah. Me too. Thelma Louie. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right, my turn. Number eight. Watchmen. <laughs> sorry, sorry, JT. Sorry, but I had to do it. I think it's such a well-made movie, um, and it's a great story. If you can sit through the whole thing, it's long, it's violent, it's graphic. Um, of all the movies that Zack Snyder made, I thought it's his best. And if you can get to the end, it's worth it. And, and the story is really cool. It's interesting. And it kind of gives you that, you know, the superhero idea. And they turn it around and they make it like, you know, what what is best for humanity? What is going to save the human race? And it's not what you think, you know. So I thought that was, I thought it was cool for those reasons. Oh, you know yeah. I will say this, the fact that I've watched the HBO series Watchmen, I will try my best to go back and watch the movie again and give it a second chance. I couldn't get past All right. the dude's balls just hanging the whole <laughs> movie. Was... It just threw me off, man. I'm just yeah. like, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this. That, just... that was kind of it's, disturbing. It's rough. <laughs> it's yeah, rough. It's like, it's I can't rough. focus on what's going on because... And, that, that was worse because oh. I was there. I was there with the entire family. I was there with my kids. I was there with my mom. Was there. <laughs> <laughs> now there is like, there is a version. <laughs> yeah, she's like, <laughs> why is this nuts hanging out all the time? I was like, 
I don't know. <laughs> there's a there's a version there is a version that's that's uh where he's wearing something they covered up. So well, we, we can maybe find that one. I just didn't get like why up. he had to have his lips hanging. Like I I don't understand. Like well, was that now part that of I've the watched, movie? Now that I watched the HBO series, I understand better why he's the way that he is. Yeah, he's just he's he's almost like a god. Yeah. Like, he doesn't care. Yeah. There's no reason for him to cover anything Obviously, up right. or to do Obviously, anything. He don't care. You know about that. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's not even really a human being in a sense. He's more of a almost more of a spirit in a way, which is why being nude doesn't care to him at all. Yeah. Oh, and I love too. One thing about the movie I loved was the the character Warshak. Oh yeah. yeah. And just how he, he was brutal, even with his honesty. You know, he would just like you're listening to him talk, and you're like, "Oh, this guy's just mean." Mm. Mm. Yeah. All right, KT is on you, man. It's on you. Number eight is going back a ways. Um, I was always a big fan of Spike Lee back in the day, and uh, my number eight selection will be Do the Right Thing. Oh, I like that movie, man. What's what? Which one? Do the Right Thing. Do the Right Thing. All right. Yeah, that's a great movie, man. It was basically a movie set in Bed Stuy back in the day, like on the hottest day in the summer, and dealing with the tensions going through that one particular day. And it was a good depiction of how things can basically just snowball from one thing to another. And there was a lot of tension, there was a lot of anger, but it was well thought out, well put out, very funny, very thought provoking. <clears throat> a lot of racial tension, too, yeah. yeah. A lot of racial tension in that movie, absolutely. But yeah, that was one of my favorites. One of my favorite scenes was Radio Raheem. Pain. Yeah. What do you say? What do you have? Pain, love. Two fighting each other. How you said it? Yeah. <laughs> pain, pain, move up, but love takes them out with the left. Yep. And love, love conquers all. That's a great scene, man. No, if you ain't seen that movie, that's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, I gotta see that. I, I, I like his other movies, the ones that I have seen, but I gotta, I gotta brush up. That's one of his be better. That's one of his early, early move, earlier movies. Oh, do yeah. the right thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember when it came out. That was ninety, yeah. early nineties. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Robin Robin Harris was still alive. Exactly. Wasn't Mars Blackman in Do the Right Thing, right? Huh? Oh, was he a fictional character? I thought Mars Blackman was in Do no, the Right Thing. No, Mars Blackman was in She's Gotta Have It. She's Gotta Have It, yeah. That's that, was his, that was his very first movie. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one, too. That was. Anyway. No, Do the Right Thing had uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, yeah, that's right. Very young. That's right. Yeah, and a lot of other names, but yeah. Yeah. That so was what is my number eight, man, and this is kind of it's it's more of a series as I couldn't separate the two was uh the Kill Bill series. <laughs> I thought I I, right. I love that movie because I love Quentin Tarantino mm-hmm. and I I like the way um he does like he doesn't really make a hero, he makes somebody that is not as villainous as the villains, but they're not necessarily <laughs> you know what I'm saying, they're not necessarily a good yeah. person. Are they not the greatest person, but they're not the villain either? And I just think he, he played off the revenge factor in Kill Bill. Right. Where this where you know a woman scorn is the worst, man, because you know 
you can you can do everything to them, but they rise out of the ashes. And when they do, oh yeah, yeah, come, I don't, I don't think she was scorned when he tried to kill her on her no, wedding no, day. <laughs> no, no, that's, no, no. Go ahead. No, because that's kind of what started it. He tried to kill her on her wedding day, her and her husband. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm saying. That's that's no. He was the husband. Yeah, yeah. Bill was the husband. No. Bill, I don't think. No, Bill no, no, no. He was no, no. He wasn't. It was it was a, it was a young dude. Remember, he tried to kill her. She got killed in the church, but both of them. Yeah. He got killed in the church, and they thought she was dead. But she yeah. Wasn't. Well, well, revenge. How about a re- revenge is a dish served cold, right? Is that that's a phrase? Ooh, yeah. That was a. I love that movie, man. The series Kill Bill One and Two. Like I love, and I like how. You know they have the music leading up to the big fight scene, and you know she's she's tracking them down one by one, and they have the big fight scene, and then she moves on, and she's like, you know what, I'm not stopping until I kill Bill. That's just that's my number eight, man. I love that movie. It, it almost mirrors a um, kind of like an Asian samurai style movie. Yes. Oh yeah. The way he kind of put that one out. When she goes to get the sword made and the dude's like a thousand year old Chinese guy <laughs> with the beard. Yeah, yeah. That 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 is definitely a samurai movie. So yeah. A thousand year old Chinese guy, I believe was the actor Sonny Chiba, who played Street him? Fighter back, oh, back okay. in the late seventies. So anyway. I'm I'm good for a little trivia. Moving on. Well, since she's throwing out a little trivia. Yeah. I don't want to get too far off the subject, but I was watching uh, Be Water with Bruce Lee the other night. I didn't know that Kung Fu was originally cast for Bruce Lee. He made that movie for himself, or they made that movie for him, but they felt like at the time, Asian actors couldn't hold, like, right. they weren't popular. So they gave it to, what is the name? David Carradine. David yeah. Carradine, who's in Kill Bill. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to bring it all together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who's Bill in Kill Bill? They they gave it nice. an American white guy and tried to make him look Asian. Exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Close, but they tried to make him look Asian. It was just terrible. Minorities yeah. can't have nothing, man. We can't have, we can't have nothing. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Except the Jews. They don't <laughs> Wait, are we recording? Oh, you had to go there, man. You had to go hey, there. Man. <laughs> Only if you're Jewish, you can say that. But if yeah, you're not Jewish, Jewish. I know, I know. If you're not Jewish. Jewish for the jokes. Yeah. If you're not Jewish, that might be deemed as racist. So we can't yeah. say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or if you're married to a Jew, <laughs> yeah. you can do that. It's like just ask Dean how that works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this 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 somebody we know, his nickname we'll call him we'll call him Dean. <laughs> yeah. No real people. <laughs> Names have been replaced. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> yes, thank you, Red. So, all right, um, who's next? Me? Yep, it's on you. you, man. Number seven. All right. All right, number seven. Empire Strikes Back. Empire. I knew you was gonna put that, Noah. I knew yeah, that Star Wars was gonna be what? on there. As yeah, much as I talked to Noah well, about Star that one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one was the best one I felt like, and you know it was a really good movie. It had you know the cliffhanger at the end. Mm-hmm. It had a lot of action in it, and I tell you, the best, the best reveal in a movie was Darth Vader was his yes. Father. I mean that right there was like what? I agree. Yeah. Jaws on the floor. Because yeah, you didn't and see that coming. That was cool. No, no, and that 
and that plays into so many other things and you know just just in in pop culture that was just too much so but everything else i liked about it too once again harrison ford i like that dude yeah but i agree remember remember when i first started watching star wars noah and uh, i watched uh what was the first one um which one did we tell you to watch first? you just told me to watch the first one so i went and researched and i was like a, a new hope and I was like, this right. is what everybody's talking about? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> but when I watched when I watched Empire Strikes Back, I said, Oh, okay. I'm locked in now. I was locked in after Yeah. And and that probably is like how most people felt like, you know, if they didn't like the first one or they thought it was okay, then the second one rolls around and now it's Star Wars. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would but yeah. Cool. Mm. All right, that was it. All I right. like that. Mm. Next. All right. So my number seven is going to be a little different. It's going back to probably the 1960s. Probably one of my favorite racially motivated, racial tension movies of that era, and it's the movie In the Heat of the Night. In the Heat. I never watched ah. the movie. I never uh, watched the movie. Yeah, the movie was great. Yeah, yeah. I never seen it either. I know about it. I know the you know. Well, um, and you have to see the movie because the the TV show, as good as the TV show was, they weren't able to play off that racial tension as hard as they could. When you watch the movie and you see Rod Steiger, who played Pontius Pilate way back in the day, play the racist police officer, he plays that mm. so well. You actually hate him. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you you hate him, but Sidney Poitier playing Mr. Tibbs, mm. you had to fight for him. You had to fight for him. Oh yeah. So, yep. That was one of mine. I just remember seeing the TV show with uh, I can't think of the dude that played Virgil. Uh, Rollins. He's dead you know, now, right? Howard yeah. Rollins. Howard Rollins. Howard Rollins is that him? Yeah. Yeah, that was always a good show because I remember uh, my grandparents watching it all the time in the heat of the night, man. Yeah. Just that and that and that gun smoke. Uh oh. We losing Randall? No, I'm here. You can you oh. can hear me? I heard some uh, weird noise, like alien noise. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's my. Hey, that's segment. how tw- that's how 2020 been going so far. Mm-hmm. No doubt it. The aliens just coming out of the skies. I know. Next okay. faith. It's getting close to Independence Day. You never know. <laughs> you that never would be, know now. That would be it. Well, if that happened in July, how would, I mean, what would happen in December? Just yeah. the planet, everyone explodes. Yeah. 2020 stops in July, right? It's done, right? Dude? Let's <laughs> skip straight to 2021. Please we're done. We're 20 out of our misery. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're done. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> known as the shortest year. Yeah, it's too it's too much, man. It's too much. <laughs> yeah, it's old. All right. Now, my number seven. It didn't really get too too competitive till I got to my top five. But my other picks were great too. Um, but I really had to think when I got to my top five. But my number seven is I love this movie. It's Fight Club. Oh. I love Fight Club, yeah. man. I love Fight Club. The first rule of Fight Club. Yeah. There is no Fight Club. No, no one's yeah. fight yep. Club. I love that movie, man. Just how they put it together, you know, and just uh, how it flowed. Mm-hmm. Everything about it, you always, you know, every time it comes on TV, I find myself sitting down watching it, even, you know, if I'm around a group of friends or wherever. Mm-hmm. 
But when you watch it from beginning to end and the, and the arc that it goes through, you're just like, that yeah, is yeah. insane. Yeah. Just when he when he beating himself in the face and they beat themselves, <laughs> I'm like, man, that's just archaic. But it's you can't turn away. Right. It's just like, man, and then you know Brad Pitt in there, so you know he Brad Pitt. So yeah, I mean he Brad Pitt. I thought, I thought, yeah, yeah, he was perfect for that role. I was like, man, yes, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. everyone, everyone between Edward Norton and uh, yep. what's her name in it, it was just and Meatloaf. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. With this, with this bitch did. <laughs> <laughs> that was that funny. That's, that's terrible, man. That's what called him. <laughs> that's what Tyler Durden or whatever the dude's name was called. Yeah, man. The it was. It was funny because they bonded around an actual club that made them all feel like they were part of something. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah. and then you go anywhere and like he travels around the country and they're like no we don't know what you're talking about you're just like wow <laughs> that's that's crazy <laughs> yeah man so that was my number seven I like Good that one. yeah yeah fight All club right. man okay no run number six right yeah alright my turn right yep. you Noah that's you. <laughs> the greatest Noah of all time. All right. Greatest Noah. So I think we're on a theme here, and it's kind of scary, but Brad Pitt again in Snatch. Oh, oh. good movie. That was oh, a good movie. And, and with, all the, with, with the way Guy Ritchie did his movies, you know, it was – everybody liked Lockstock, and mm-hmm. it, was, it was okay, but Snatch to me was a perfect movie. Yeah. Like, you look at – like, you can try to find mistakes in the acting or the dialogue or the story – Snatch to me was just perfect. Mm. I can't find any mistakes in it. And the story, the way they did it, I mean, other than the dude's, you know, rip roaring drunk and he comes out and he, you know, <laughs> he boxes for what, nine or 10 rounds. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, uh, but just he, other than that, that could have so happened. Good. That could have happened. He could have went, sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Pikes. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. so good, so good. You know, that was one of those movies that the first time I watched it, I was like, it was entertaining, but I, I didn't really get into it until I watched it like the second or third time. Yeah, and I saw the little <laughs> small stuff. I was like, oh, that was funny. I missed that the first time. Wow. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of little things in that. You know, I love movies like that where you like, okay, that was good, and then you watch it a second time and you're like, oh, that was really good, and then you just keep going and keep going. Yeah, I had that movie, but then my daughter stole it and never gave it back. <laughs> that is, she told me she was going to do that. She goes, can I borrow that? I says, yeah, because you're not getting it back. I went, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. These dang kids. I love, I, mean, when they say, I love when they say, can I borrow that? Yeah. No, yeah. You, you're taking it. Yeah. You're not borrowing it. Exactly. You're taking it. <laughs> exactly, man. All right. So you can Number seven. Okay. I'm gonna break the theme up just a little bit. I'm gonna go with something. Number is number different. six. We on six, right? Is it six? Yeah, six. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Number six. My bad. Number six. A uh, little bit different. Um, I felt it was a good movie for the time. I felt it was good acting, good story. It was called The Professional. The Professional. Oh, the Professional. Yeah. I like the story that it told, and it was one of my favorite Gary Oldman movies because I thought as the coke head police officer who was crooked, 
He was absolutely fantastic. Who yeah. was in that? Who was in that movie? Uh, that was like Natalie Portman in like her first. Natalie Portman, who was I think at the time she was like twelve. Yeah. <clears throat> now they did say that it had a Lolita-esque type of tone to it because of her being so young and because of him being such an old man. But it also was a... There was something in that story that that needed to be told in a sense, I guess, because of her family being completely obliterated. She was the only only person that could save it was the guy that was going to kill everybody. I don't think I've ever seen that. I got to write that one. That one was professional. It's a good one. Well, and I think think her age, you know, her immaturity matched his immaturity because he was not a very, you know, he was a professional, but he he didn't know how to deal with people. He had no idea how to deal with, not even people, he had no idea how to deal with kids. He's got a scared, precocious 12-year-old girl who just shows up on his doorstep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Why do I not remember good. that? Why do I not remember that movie? And the guy's name, what's his name? He's a French John guy. He's been Reno. in other movies. Jean Reno, yes. Yeah. He's been in You gotta say it. You gotta say it like that. Jean Reno. Jean, Jean Reno. Jean Reno. <laughs> My favorite line <laughs> of him because he speaks French most of the time is he would always tell her, No women, no kids. Those are the only people he never killed. Oh yeah. That, that was basically yeah, his book. No women, no kids. No kids. See, I can't add anything to this because I haven't seen the movie. I got to watch that professionally. Uh, That's on my list, man. That that is one Mm -hmm. that I I will always watch no matter what time it's on. Professional. Mm. I've always waited for a sequel. I've always waited for the sequel with Natalie Portman being older to be able to see how the girl grew up and what's happening to her now. You know, that might be... Well, there's making no movies right now, but that might be in the works somewhere. Yeah, I kind of wish they would do something like that. Because it, it definitely is a good movie that needed to finish a story. I just hope they don't use her in it. Well, I Natalie think Gordon? I think yeah, she's in it, but I don't think she needs to play the character, if that makes sense. Yeah, maybe. I, she's overrated to me. She's she's good in some things, but other things, just not. So, no, yeah. that's true. Yes, I don't think she's the greatest actress in the world, but... <clears throat> no, no. All right, what All right. you got? All right, for me, number six, man, going back to Quentin Tarantino, one of my favorite movies, Pulp Fiction, man. I love that movie. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson, to me, just steals the show, yes. man, in this yeah. movie, man. Yes. He just steals yes. it. Like, his facial expressions, it just makes me laugh. And, like, as a Jerry Curl just drips, <laughs> and they're going to kill people, him and John Travolta, you know, Mar- Marcellus. Marcellus Wallace. <laughs> yeah, Marcellus, you know. It's just, uh, it's a great movie. Like Quentin Tarantino, it's the way he puts movies together, man. It's just, I feel like yes. it's masterful. You know, not everybody but that, when, it, but it's masterful. When <laughs> that movie came out and you watch it and you're like, wait a second. When when, when did this happen? When did that happen? Exactly. And when you get to the end, you're like, oh, okay. I think I get it now. Exactly. That's one of those movies. He wasn't your conventional storyteller. He told a very disjointed story, but it still made sense yes. by the time you were done with it. Yes, exactly. Yes. And it, it just, 
and the stupid stuff, the stupid crazy things, like when they shoot the guy in the head in the car, and they got to go to the dude's house and the wolf, just the, the yeah. wolf. Oh yeah, and Winston Wolf comes in. <laughs> the wolf. Yeah. And Harvey Keitel is just so yeah. cool. He's like, listen. You know what? To me, yes. what made so pretty please with sugar. On <laughs> yeah. You know what made the movie about me? Not really like the story, because I I felt like I followed enough. But what made the the movie to me was the the dialogue within the story. Like yes, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta or them with the wolf or them with Marcel. You know what I'm saying? It made me laugh. Like, so it was like little subplots or sub stories. Like we just talking about the Big Mac, the Royale, or it was a quarter pound <laughs> or whatever. Royale with cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, uh, the Mac. little Yeah, yeah. Yes. The little that was that was pretty much a perfect movie too yeah i love that movie man every time it comes on i will watch it you know? so when you say yes. that tarantino wasn't very good at dialogue which is why i didn't like the hate for it because it didn't feel like it went anywhere even though it was pure dialogue what what's one the hateful eight. Oh, the hateful eight yeah, yeah i mean that, was, was... that one was dialogue driven but i felt like at the end of it it didn't really go anywhere yeah it, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't his top movies no, I would say that. I like I, I I liked it. I watched it, but it wasn't. If I had to rate his top movies, I wouldn't say it was in his top three. I would. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked it, but you know, mm. I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't do that. But yeah, Pulp Fiction, man. Good that's choice. Movies. Yeah, that's mine. The Good heavy choice. hitters coming next, boys. The top I know. five. I got, I got I know. heavy hitters. Top five. I mean, okay, I, so yeah. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was just saying that, like, to me, the movies that I've said so far are great movies, but man, these last five I got, oh man, <laughs> even the order, I had to, I had to look at them for like 30, 40 minutes and just like, okay, why am I doing this? Why? You know what I'm saying? Because I love these top five movies. I love these movies. I can just man. see Randall sitting there sweating, <laughs> walking yeah, away, yeah. writing something down, coming back. No, no, I don't know. Coming back. Yeah, I deliberate like that, man. I literally, I go in my room and I tell my daughter, "Look, don't bother me." My wife, look, go watch TV. I'm doing something. Leave me alone. Yeah, but anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. All, All right, right. my number five. My number five is Pulp Fiction. Oh, hey man. Oh, there you go. I'm heavy very good. Oh yeah. It's, 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 heavy. Yeah, and and all the reasons we talked about before, just everything about mm-hmm. it. Perfect. Yeah. Oh man, I love that. I love. I love it. It would be in my top five, but I got this other movie. That I can't knock it out of my top five. Yes. I can't. I can't do it, man. I can't. <laughs> I can't man, I feel right. bad. Yeah, but anyway, go ahead. No, no, no. All right, that's it. All right. That, we already talked about it. Yeah. So, as you said that, I went back and looked at my the, the five that I have and went, oh, I guess these are pretty decent. Number five for me, Black Panther. Oh yeah, I love Black Panther. Yeah. I now, love Black Panther. Black pa- and I say that because Black Panther is one of the few movies that I physically have gone to the movies to see more than once. Yeah. I, I don't do it often, but I saw Black Panther I think in the movie theater at least three to four times. And yeah, loved wow. it every single time I watched it. I got goosebumps when T'Challa came out. I got goosebumps at the fight. Even oh, though I know he was going to lose. 
I got goosebumps with the chant. I got goosebumps when he showed up for the first time. I got I was just goosebumps all over the place, man. I was it was like our friend, we won't name his name, but when he stood up in the movie theater and started clapping. Yeah. We're not gonna say his name. We're not gonna say yeah. his name. <laughs> Yeah, I, I but, still uh, sat through that movie, and when, every time when something good happened, I still went. Yes. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That no, I need great. your I need your expertise on this. Sorry to cut you off, but I need your expertise, Noah. As the resident yes. Jewish, you know, white guy in, yes. the, in the group, you know, I fit that demographic. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. Why? This is my question to you. Why is it so hard? like white people to let Captain America go. I love Captain America. Don't get me wrong. But he is, to me, he is no Black Panther. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, what are you oh, doing? that noise? Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I didn't think it was that loud. Are you building yeah. a house? What are you doing? <laughs> I, always. always. It's, like, it's like he's putting a body in a box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was waiting now, to hear him go. Shh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, how do you know what that sounds like, KT? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I'm just. All right. So, I, I, so I, to I, answer your question, to yes. answer your question, I, I think it, I think it's just part of the whole, you know, America. This is yeah. the way. We, this is the way we do it, right? This is the way it's been done, and we're gonna keep. It's the tradition, and we can't yeah. change. And you know, I, I think that that's that's really the gist of it for that. You know, because clearly, here, and, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that. You know, from my perspective, the way they did the movies and the characters, you know, mm-hmm. they, they did their run, and mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see. Like the one thing that I don't like about Falcon taking over as the Captain America is because he just doesn't have the super serum to go with it. You know, he, you know, physically, can he do what Captain America does and all that? But you know, I like that they retired him. I like that they're moving on. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to see, you know, what they do with Black Panther, you know, with the, the second one and then so mm-hmm. on and so on. Because, yeah, I mean, it's a great character and it's a great storyline. And, you know, yeah, let, let hey, Captain hey, America retire. Here's my thing. I'm going to get on my soapbox and then I'm going to let it go. Here's my yes. thing. And I'm not going to take credit for this because I was listening to Ryan Davis the other day. He brought up this same point about superheroes. He said, we let Captain America get away with murder. So I'm like, what's he talking about? He's like, now think about Captain America. This whole time he's for truth, justice, doing things the right way, you know, all this stuff, telling everybody when they're wrong, doing stuff the right way. But as soon as Bucky come around, that's his homeboy, he just switch out. We're going to, you know, we're going to let Bucky do his thing. We're going to try to break him out. And now we're against doing it the right way, right? Civil War. Mm-hmm. Because Iron Man was telling them, hey, man, we need to protect the Earth. Basically, the smartest man on Earth is telling you, hey, man, we need to put something around the Earth. You know, I know we don't want to do this, but this is the best for what's what's best for Earth. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, no, we're not going to do it. And then they ended up backfiring as we know. Thanos, you know what I'm saying? He did come. Mm -hmm. But like Captain America is praised. I'm like, but he made a lot of mistakes. He was, uh, he made yes. a lot of mistakes. Well, that, might be, that might be why people like him too, is because of the mistakes and that he's human and that you know he's mm-hmm. not perfect and you know. But he's holding everybody else up. He holding everybody else the standard. Well, yes, you know. But, <laughs> yeah. but I believe the standard he's holding you to is to everything else out there. Bucky was his friend that he thought was dead. 
Yeah. Only to find out that he's not. And now the Bucky that he's seeing is not the Bucky that he knew. And he realizes that, but he thinks that the Bucky he knew is still there. And I think he feels if he doesn't at least take the chance to find that out, that he'll never know. And so I think that's kind of where that comes about is more personal for him more than it is about, you know, saving the world. Yeah. So, yeah, and and you know, he, it's his friend. He feels like he could redeem him, and he's not really, he's not really a bad guy. He was programmed and poisoned and all that. So, well, but also when you think, when you go back to the first move when he fell out of the train, I guess he also feels a little responsible for the fact that he fell out of the train. Yeah, that's true. I yeah, I hear, I, I hear y'all. I My hear fault. Y'all. <laughs> but I know I'm just but, throwing since we going there. But I don't want to get too far. I'm gonna leave it alone after this. He was also the same guy, right? Remember when he found out about Bucky killing Iron Man's uh, parents? Yeah, he found out he about that. Nothing. Same guy, Captain America. <laughs> yeah, but, but no, no, no. But what you're saying though is, is when he found out about it, what was he supposed to do to Bucky? Kill him? Because no, that would make he, him no. That would make him no better. Well, he don't have to kill Bucky, but he damn sure didn't tell Iron Man either. Oh, well, no, because <laughs> but how do you? But how do you really break that news, though? I, I just, you know, apparently yeah, so. you don't. You don't. You won't break. Yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my best friend. Apparently, you don't. <laughs> yeah, he killed your parents. Yeah, he took him out. Sure. He took him out. But don't he took him out, bro. And I've known it for ten years, man. I just had to tell you. Yes, yeah, that 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 doesn't help. Doesn't help. Anyway, I'm sorry, man. I took us all the way down a different road. Black Panther. Sorry, man. <laughs> Black Panther. Man. That's another show. That's a whole other show. Yeah. Show, yeah. Man. All right. Good man. What's okay. your number five? My number five, man. This is one of my. I love this movie, Coming to America. Man, I love this movie. Man. Coming to America is my top five. I got so many lot. Randy Rodson. Yeah. Show you, show you love. Show you love. <laughs> <laughs> You're the royal beat. Yep. Aha. Uh-huh. we got McDowell's. And then, uh, what <laughs> yeah. oh, that, that whole side Hello? story was so funny. Just from the music, you know, when the, when the father gets out of the car and, you know, they got flowers and everything. Just everything about this man this movie it cracks me up. When they have the soul well, then- little commercial. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. and then his dad, and then his dad comes in. And it's James Earl Jones, and you're like, "Yeah, oh, that's perfect." Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> Arsenio Hall was funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, oh, and, and all the play- all the roles that they do and the different you know exactly. characters and everything. Well, they talk about that Joe Lewis and, and Rocky Marciano. And uh, <laughs> did you did you know in the first barbershop scene the little boy in the chair was Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, was it? Yeah, really. He didn't say a word. He just sat in the chair. Was that the one getting yeah. had the little rat tail or? I think or it was. Face? Yeah, yeah, I think he was because he didn't say anything. He just sat in the chair. He, he did whatever, and then was like, you know, that'd be ten dollars. And then he let him go. <laughs> and, then, and then Akeem sits down and he cuts it off and is like. Yep, that'd be ten dollars. Because the like, old, really? the old, the old yeah. white dude is, is Eddie <laughs> Murphy, right? The old white yeah. dude, Eddie Murphy, yeah, the Jewish yeah, dude, he's a Jewish, yeah. right? Yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah, not Eddie, only did he do, he did white face, he was Jewish white face. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was yeah. hilarious. 
Which goes that back is true. That's not the first time. Remember, there was a Saturday Night Live skit that Eddie Murphy did years ago, where he he put on the white face and he gets on the bus. And do you remember that whole skit that he did? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my god, it was so funny. Oh, so, yeah, he he dresses up like a white dude and mm-hmm. he goes out to like do an experiment and he goes on the subway or the bus and as soon as the last black person gets off they look <laughs> around and they go they're gone and they start having a party <laughs> and drinking and, oh it was dude that Eddie was Murphy, funny man. but yeah coming oh, yeah. to america man that's one of my every time that comes on tv i stop whatever i'm doing and i have to watch at least 30 to 45 minutes of it i have to watch it man just mm-hmm. So anyway, that's my number five, man. All right, no. All right, my turn. All right, number four it, to me is Surfwise. What? Did you guys watch that movie? We brought it in. So basically, it's about that surfing family. Oh. Um, like the yes. 60s and 70s. And yeah. It's the dad that um, he meets his wife and they, they love sex. And, you know, they've got nine kids, all boys mm-hmm. and one daughter. And yeah. they're just surfing. And he's a doctor and he doesn't work for money. It's really another movie about and it's like a documentary and it's made by one of the sons mm, but it I've really shows it. it really shows damaged people mm-hmm. you know trying to live differently mm-hmm. learning to cope and deal with things and then reconnect and heal and there's a part in the movie where you know as as somebody that's jewish and has that heritage there's a part in the movie where he's talking about when he was younger you know the the, the father and he's looking at a picture and he's describing it as his, you know, Jewish heritage. And he just felt like, you know, as as the way he worded it, the way he described it was perfect, you know, for all the man that he was, couldn't do anything to help the woman in that picture. Mm. And it was just very, it was a very powerful moment. But the whole movie was really good. And, you know, yeah, what, what is I it liked called? it. Surf wise. Yeah. Well, we got to have, we got to put our notes together and share because. There's a lot of movies that we all, you know, I need to catch up on. That I'm writing seen. them down I mean, so I can look at them. I remember watching them. Just, the season. one you got to write down is... Yeah. I was watching them with Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise. Gotcha. Writing it down right here, Noah. Yeah, got it. Yeah. All right, we got we got three and three quarter, two thirds more to go. It's gonna be midnight when we're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's okay, right? Yeah, my number four is a uh, it's a movie that messes with your head because I, I like those types of movies, like Memento and, and stuff like that. Well, the pick for number four for me is The Usual Suspects. Wow. Ooh, well, I'm gonna tell you good. that was my number four too, man. So we can talk about it together. <laughs> <laughs> that was my—I swear to God—that was my number four, man. I swear to God, yeah. perfect. Yep. Yep. I love that movie, man. I've watched yep. that movie over and over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. I thought it was a great movie. You know, and I think that was—wasn't that the same director that did Fight Club? Um, Brian Singer. I believe was the director. Oh, did he do? Did he do? Okay, I was thinking of David Fincher. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mr. Batman. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but Usual Suspects was superb. 
Kevin Spacey. You know, all the different parts and pieces. Yep. And the man behind the scenes, the one they thought was the weakest, was pulling the strings the whole time. The whole time. The whole That's time, man. Yes. They had him the entire time. Yeah, he's telling the story off of a wall, basically. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like, <laughs> damn it. Oh, I got so many jokes I can tell off of that, but I'm not gonna do it tonight. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna okay, do it. Okay, don't, don't do it. Go to number three, no. Yeah. Okay, my turn. All right, number three. This is a movie that I, KT might have seen, but I doubt it. It's from early 90s. It's an Italian movie. It's called Mediterranean. No, I heard it. And it's a, it's a weird movie. So basically, it takes place mm-hmm. during World War II. It's about a bunch of um, Italian soldiers that wind up on mm-hmm. this Greek island. And it's in Italian, and it's very low budget, very low key. But it was really cool because they get there, hmm. and there's nothing but women. All the men and children have been taken away, or all the men and boys have been taken away by the German army. And... You know, they they realize that like this place porn, is paradise. Man. That might be a. And they, <laughs> well, no, it's 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 not quite like that. But but then you know, but then everybody you know they find out. Then it's been years, right? So the war ends, and they come to find out. You know, okay, the the Germans lost. Um, the men come back, and then they have to think: Do I? Do we? Do we have to go now? Because it's been like I think a couple of years. Mm. And some of them want to stay. Mm. And it's it's interesting. So it's it's just it's one of those things that hit me at the right time again. And just it was a cool movie. So mm. it always stuck. I'll try that one out. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Oh my! All right. Bring it on. Number up. three. I have to go back to Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Seven. Mm. Yep, that's a good movie. Ooh. Another Kevin Spacey movie. <laughs> that was a good movie, yeah. Kevin Spacey. Yep, and that's that is David Adventure. That's very yeah. good movie. Yeah, and that and that movie, I love it too. But mm, man, it it's just so gruesome. At yeah. the end, mm, that, yeah, that was oh. heartbreaking, dude. It, it it still is every time oh, I watch it. Yeah, even though I know it's gonna happen, you still kind yeah. of feel for him. You can still feel the end of the pain. And still feel all of that. <laughs> Good movie. Yeah. Oh, and and Morgan Freeman, you know, you're just looking at him, mm. and you're just like, oh, yeah, because he knows right what's going to happen, you know, and he's just watching it unfold. And oh, seven. Yeah, that, that was bad. that was right outside of my top ten. Oh. But but I had it on my top. Yeah. I don't know where I think top fifteen. Okay, my number yeah. three is. But we got honor- we got honorable mentions to go through next. So. Yeah, <laughs> that'll yeah, be a, that'll yeah. be a whole my number three show, right? is is uh right, I'm a big mafia guy. I like the Godfather series, especially oh, yeah. the God the Godfather one. I thought was mm-hmm. one of the best all time movies ever. Just the way mm. uh, they showed the Italian family, mm-hmm. they showed how the mafia came up from Italy. You know how it how it came to the American. They had to reinvent themselves, and they had to learn. Basically, immigrants coming to another country, and they had to learn the rackets, and they had yeah. to, to fight out the the Irish and to become the top dominant, you know, mafia power. And it mm-hmm. also, you know, talked about uh, 
you know how Michael's father was the Godfather. How not only was we knew he was a criminal, but it almost made the movie like, in a way, he wasn't a criminal. He helped out people, you know, in the community. If yeah. somebody did something wrong, he would always come and straighten them out. You know what I'm saying? I think, it was. I yeah, think uh, the opening scene is where he's at his daughter's wedding. Yeah, yeah. You kind of see him helping the one guy out, and you kind of getting a good feel for this. Oh, he's a really nice guy. Yeah, yeah. But he kills. But he kills. But he kills people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a really yeah, nice yeah. guy that kills people. But he kills people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, man. I like that. Yeah, the Godfather. My top two. I are, man. Godfather too. Now, now you're doing all three is the same. Yeah, thing, the Godfather right? series. The whole yeah. series. Yeah. You said. All right. Nice. I want to hear yeah. his top two, man. These top two movies. I want to hear y'all top two. Good, no. All right. So, my number two favorite movie is Dances with, with Wolves. No, you like to yeah. cry a lot. I noticed the movies you like. You like to cry. I do. <laughs> I do. Very emotional. <laughs> but it was so. It was. It was so much more than that. In the sense that you know, you've got this guy that you know he's got this his his last wish, or he gets to do what he wants to do, and he says, "I want to go see the frontier before it's gone." So he goes there with the true intention of becoming a part of it, you know, and, and, you know, you kind of think that, but as he's living there, he really learns to blend in. And then he comes across the people that live there, you know, the tribe, and he really wants to be a part of that. And he does, he connects with them and he realizes these people are fantastic. They're mm-hmm. great. And of course they had to have the white mm-hmm. woman that, you know, they fall this in love and that was kind of silly, but <laughs> you know, it was, yeah, it was, it was that, that part at the end when he's, you know, he makes friends with the one uh, Indian dude. I forget, you know, like Wyndon is here. I think it's his name. But at the end when they're leaving, that oh, man, that was so racist. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name of So, but, but when they're when, when they're when they're leaving at the end, and he's screaming on the side of the mountain, you know, you are my friend, and I'm not Where ashamed to say it. You, know, you are my friend. And I thought that was really cool. I thought that was like the best part of the movie, right? There. Mm. And you so. got your Kleenex and you dotted around your eyes. And... <laughs> yeah, oh tears yeah, tears are coming. No, I held them back. I held them. You don't. You don't show the tears. You hold them in. You hold yeah, them I'm in. not crying. You crying? <laughs> I know, especially especially when they they did that to the horse. That was. Man, that I got was in my eyes. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. No. All right. All right, KG. My number two, and like I said, in no specific order, but my number two movie, strangely enough, picked it because it was a groundbreaking movie, even though I didn't like the actor as much, but I liked him in this role, The Matrix. The Matrix, huh? Ah, yeah. yeah. And it was only only the first one that I really liked because the, the story they told was very well done. They kind of outdid themselves, I felt, in that first movie, telling that mm-hmm. story. They tried to do the other two. They just couldn't match the originality of that movie. The Matrix was good, but that Matrix Revolution, man, that was groundbreaking right there. That number three. <laughs> oh, yeah. That number three. <laughs> that yeah, was terrible, man. The Matrix Revolution was terrible. It was terrible. Man. Yeah, but The Matrix yeah. 1 was great. The only one. Number one. All right. All right. My number two, man, I don't care what y'all say. 
don't care what y'all say. Is it dancing? Because y'all opinion don't count. Only my opinion count. On my opinion. Absolutely. Gladiator. I love that movie, man. Oh, I love that movie, Russell Crowe. It's a great movie. Oh, I love that movie, man. I tear up every time I watch the movie. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not afraid to say that. Russell yeah, Crowe is best. No, man. When he stabbed, when the dude stabbed him, you know, he about to die. He started reaching out for his wife and his son. Mm. Come on, man. Yep. Come on, mm. man. If you ain't, no, come on, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> come, come oh, on. I just, I just like it at the end when he's, you know, he's basically yeah. on his deathbed and he's, his only That's mission right. is to kill this and, dude. I will kill you. And he does. And then, yep. and then but on just, top of all of that, that was good. He <laughs> turns the city to the Senate, he says, to the people. I was like, look at yeah. that guy, man. Look at that guy, man. I got my Kleenex and I just dotted around my eyes. And... <laughs> yeah, I went on, man. Yep. <laughs> that gladiator, yep. man. Every time I come on, I gotta watch that. I don't care what I'm doing. I stop. He's, and he's and he's running to the house with his yeah, wife man. and kid. Yep. Yeah, man. The dude just strangled his kid and his wife up, man. Just yeah. burn him. Oh. Burn him. Raped his wife. Mm. Burn her, and then choke this kid out and strung him up to. I say, wow, mm. like it was nothing, yeah. like it was just. Oh, and Joaquin Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, he was evil. Yeah, evil. Yeah, yeah. evil. Was. Just, oh, just D bad. Yeah. Anyway, that was, right. my, that was my number two, man. That was my number two. What you got, Noah? Number one. Here we go. All right, my number one. Mm, is the because because for me too once again it hit me at the right time it helped me right when i was getting into fire school you know fire academy and you know they're telling you to run every day and do push-ups and all this and all i could think about was when lawrence fishburne leans in and goes do you think that's air you're breathing that helped me for many a pt and uh that was great but but also when you think about the way the movie works you've got it's yeah. on religious levels, you know. You've got the 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 is the one that comes back after he's killed, the resurrection, mm-hmm. you know, and the religious undertones that take place were just like really yeah. subtle and really cool. Well, having so, to kill Mister Listen to get Neo. Yeah. 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 The Matrix. It was perfect. Mister yeah, like, yep. have two lives. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right, KG. I think I, I think we might be we might have the same movie at number one. I don't know. We'll see. We won't. I can go with you. I'm oh, surprised. Okay. Although you could surprise me, <clears throat> I actually have two. Kind of a joint, and and I can explain why. <clears throat> so number one for right. me is Die Hard, Die and Hard. Lethal and Lethal Weapon. Okay. Mm. And the reason is because I think for me both of those movies were very different cop stories told in a very different way. True. In a lot of cop movies over the years, but Die Hard was set in a building, set in one spot, you know, and, and it was all right there, basically like the siding, just all in this one area for the two hours that you watched it. Yeah. Lethal Weapon was a different story, it Was a, and both of them are pretty dark movies, but Lethal Weapon was a very dark story about, I don't know, suicide? Mm. Um, 
treatment, death, all that kind of people dealing with their natural feelings, but also doing a job, but also because after Lethal Weapon, then you know, they just went to comedy. So, those are number one yeah. because I felt back in the eight, late 80s, as far as police officer style movies, those two were very different. Mm-hmm. And by well, and I think you, you've got that redemption part in both yes. of those movies, yeah. you know. <clears throat> Yeah. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. I don't I care like what y'all that. say. I like that. Heart is not a Christmas movie, man. I don't care. That's a story <laughs> for another day. Hey, I agree. <laughs> Randall, I'm with you. I'm with you, man. All right. My number one movie, I think KT know where I'm going at right here, man. I love this movie, man. Let me tell you. My number one movie is Training Day. I love that movie. Super mm, <laughs> <great>. <laughs> I love that movie, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I might have to redo my top. Jake. I, I, yeah. Jake. I knew I missed something. Jake, come on, Jake. Don't do it. Put away the gun, Jake. Put away, Jake. Put away the gun, Jake. That's funny. Yeah. You want to go home? Yeah. No. No. Every, yeah. Everybody, put your gun down, Jake. Jake, he's okay. He's okay. Don't worry about it. Come on, Jake. You with us, right? Come on, Jake. <laughs> he was so good. Yeah, he I was so good. Movie, yeah, Even now, as a bad guy, you liked him. Alonzo. <laughs> well, that's yeah. just it. You, you look at Denzel Washington, you're like, is he really a bad guy? An absolute, oh, he was, he was an absolute a-hole, so good. but you liked him. He's best, man. I was like, wow, uh-huh. man. Yeah. I'll have cases on all you mother. <laughs> 23 hour lockdown 23 hour lockdown shoot program <laughs> that was man how did I miss that that should I don't be in know, my top no, 10 I, I gotta think of something that, I can man. kick out well, you know, <laughs> should, we, should we decide to do this again you can actually pick either a genre or a particular person or a particular director or whatever you want out of their bank of movies because Denzel's probably got 300 movies you could pick from. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. We might have to just throw out like one movie and, and just talk about it for a yeah. few minutes because we could do that. Yeah. I enjoyed yeah. y'all list, though, man. I enjoyed y'all. Good, list. List. <clears throat> good, good, good conversation, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. We had a couple interruptions. Yeah, yeah, we, we did, did man. And uh, did. you know, hopefully it'll it'll get better on the next episode, and we'll be able to, you know, talk mm-hmm. about something else, man. Anybody mm-hmm. got any final thoughts? I don't. I just hope they make <laughs> movies again. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I hope they make movies again. Yeah. I just get that whole Marvel <laughs> the whole Marvel schedule yeah, is thrown yeah. out the window yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> All right, fellas, I know it's late, man. I guess we're going to end it right here. All right. Yep. All right, gentlemen. So, Randall, hey, man, take uh, us out. We're just here to talk about the movies and, you know, we're going to keep an open mind. We hope that you enjoyed our show. We hope that you come again. Have a good day. See you. <laughs> we out, bitches. Later. <laughs> Later. <laughs> See you. <laughs>